previously on the Piedra Guild podcast. I got an idea. Guys, let's pick up his bed. Let's pick up his body. <laughs> you hurl the bed over the railing. It falls 50 feet. And it smashes about 15 feet in front of two startled goblins. <laughs> We're going to throw Screech over next. Hurl him over the edge. He falls. He doesn't land on either of the two, but he splats on top of the thrown bed. And the one who is scared, he does pull out his short bow, uh, but he takes a shot and crit fails, shooting it into his partner's backside. I would call them men. <laughs> and then I and then I cast sanctuary. Nice. Uh, the goblin looks back and forth at you and at the man he holds uh, by one arm, nearly dead. He says, "Very impressive." As you all look at the sunset, off in the distance over the rolling hills, a high desert town, frontier town, opens up before you. There's a man cleaning chew off of the counter in an inn. A group of bandits ruffing up an innocent townsfolk. And below it all, the hidden remains of magical secrets. So last week, our party continued their journey through Kragmaw Cave. You had already finished slaying Clark and capturing Screech the Goblin. You journeyed through the cave, yeeting Screech at some of his allies in the process and killing plenty of others in order to free two companions, Sildar Hallwinter, who you were in search of from the get-go, and a surprise ally in Sorashara. Upon freeing both of them, you chased a goblin leader nigh unto death, but he did manage to escape out the front of the cave, although our bear friend did capture the other fleeing goblin and had a nice meal. You Wait, guys... I wanted to ask, what kind of bear? He is a horse bear. Oh, okay. That's still a decent size. Still pretty big. Especially for a gnome on his back. Oh, yeah, easy. You guys were able to set up camp outside of the cave for the night, and you should have all received a long rest, so your spell shot should be revealed, your health should be full, you should be ready to adventure into the town of Fanny. Yeah, I'm totally ready. I didn't take any damage from that fight, so I'm just like, yeah, mm, boys, I'm feeling good. Chillin'. All right. If you guys want, we'll cover the wagon and then continue traveling into Fandlin. If you have any marching orders or anything you want to set up, go ahead and let me know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. So you recover the wagon, you begin heading in to town, and as you crest over a hill, a town opens up in front of you. The rutted track emerges from a wooded hillside, and you catch your first glimpse of Fandolin. The town consists of 40 or 50 simple log buildings, some built on old fieldstone foundations. More old ruins, crumbling stone walls covered in ivy and briars, surround the newer houses and shops. 
showing how this must have been a much larger town in centuries past. Most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of the cart track, which widens into a muddy main street of sort as it climbs towards a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east of town. As you approach, you see children playing on the town green and townsfolk tending to chores or running errands at shops. Many people look up as you approach, but all return to their business as you go by. Sildar seems much more at ease. My friends, he says, let us secure lodgings. I'm told the local inn is very quaint. Good. I am tired. Yeah, I shouldn't mention this. Yeah, this journey does take you most of the day, so it's kind of mid-afternoon heading into evening. Okay. I would like to make contact with my fellow spies. Get any information on a captured dwarf. Nice. Um, let's go ahead and have everyone roll initiative real quick. Oh, is that all? Just initiative, huh? Just initiative, not combat. Hey, thanks, Gain. That's definitely what I want the high rolls for. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, man. Everybody's getting high rolls now, like in midst of battle. One, four, <laughs> three. One. Oh, we, we're in town. 16, 20, 23. <laughs> All right. Sorashara's first at the 23. So, All right. Yeah, so like Sorashara... Yeah, your first turn, you have hopefully quite a bit of gold from your looting. I'm just going to go ahead straight to the inn. Don't really have any other places I need to go first, so. Okay. You'll start journeying to the inn then. As you're walking along, you see not as many townsfolk bustling about for the time of day as you would expect. But you figure that being a frontier town, people are probably off at work trying to set up farms or roads and kind of just establishing themselves in this edge of the wilderness town that you find yourself at. As you walk down the main street, you see to the north side of the street on the left, a large building with a sign hanging above it. Barthens Inn and Provisions. Yeah, that sounds right. Did I see where Sildar went? Sildar is still walking with you. I guess that's what I should do. Uh, who else is wanting to go to the inn? Who has other things they want to do instead? I know, Balin, you want to go look for the criminal underworld and try to get some information. Yep. Anyone else have any other alternative plans? Or who's probably... just wanting to go to the inn? I'll probably go straight. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to... Okay, how does being a cleric work? Do I need to pick a specific, like, in-game deity that I worship, or is You it can. It doesn't necessarily matter. In this campaign, I don't have any specific deities that will be tied into the campaign. But if you have one that your character would be attached to, then you could include that. It's kind of just okay. your own backstory stuff. Okay. So I don't want to detract from the session if it would be helpful for me to go to like a local church and talk with some of the people there then i will do that if not if you think we can get the information from the inn or from the con uh, the criminal contacts then i will forego that and just go shopping okay that would actually work out pretty well we should be able to manage that 
Roundlon, do you have any preference? I need to go find some grenades. Ooh, shopping for some stuff. Okay. Yep. Needs to make more fart bolts and flash <laughs> bolts. <laughs> uh, Sora, you're going to the inn. Correct. And then Horcus Porcus, what do you wanted to do? I'm going to go shopping as well. Okay. Yay, shopping buddies! I plan to go shopping, but I, I you, you, everybody should know it's me at this point. It, it's not, not my your first priority. So, as you guys are looking around for a general store, Silda turns to you and says, "Excuse me, I've only been here a couple of times before, but the <laughs> inn doubles as a sort of general store of sorts. The man who runs it, he both is the." innkeeper but also a blacksmith and a shopkeep if you are interested in visiting with the rest of us we can make the trip together i'll introduce you sure i'm That's down awesome. <laughs> um he will point melodious point you there is a small not really a church in this town but there is a shrine with a small building built as a sort of place of worship it's not a priority in this town but there is a lady who take cares of the premise her name is sister g or something i don't remember her full name but ah. you can find it up towards the hill on the south tucked into the woods there Balan, he looks at you as you're probably just going to slip away. He doesn't really have any suggestions for you. So yeah, you have to no. Go oh, yeah. No, yeah, no. Like, for yeah. my character, I know where to go. I know where to make contact with my spies. So I kind of just like, and I'm out of here. Watch your book. <laughs> I end up at the church. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as the rest of you, Sora, Horcus Porcus... Ralnon and Sildar walk down the street. You do see that same, the Barthens Inn and Provisions on the north side of the street. It's a fairly large building in town. It's one of the bigger ones. And as you walk up the steps, there's a couple people milling about and there's swinging saloon doors on the front. You push that open and you see on the left side of this building, there's a little storefront kind of area, as well as a small blacksmith area with a kiln and everything. On the right side, more of your standard saloon with some rooms up some stairs, kind of overlooking the dining area. And at the front, in front of you, yep. And at the front, in front of you, a long desk that connects to the bar. And standing behind that desk is a seven-foot-tall Goliath. He seems to be about 50 years old or so. And he's standing there cleaning some mugs out with a dirty rag. You see that he's got an apron on, and he seems to have a couple of cuts and bruises. He has like a taped-up knuckles, uh, and seems kind of like a rough-and-tumble guy. And he looks up as you enter. Evening, all. What can I do you for? Wow, you are tall. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment. It's part of my race. 
kind of average height for Goliaths, but if you aren't familiar with us, then yes, I can see how that would be the case. Did you get so banged up? Now there's an interesting story. See, we got these ruffians about the red brands. The other day, a couple of them were coming around bothering some of my customers and got into a little bit of a scrap with the, the hooligans. Is that why your knuckles are all bloody? Wait, are they bloody? I noticed they're wrapped up. Yeah, you can see that they're wrapped up. Um, they aren't like currently bleeding, but he looks down at them, kind of massages them. He's like, yeah, just a little sore from taking care of business. I wish these guys would move on, but they seem to be sticking around town. Do you have any but idea why? It's kind of a long story. If you would like to step in and get a drink, I'd be willing to tell it to you. Biscuits and gravy. The sound of food excites me greatly, and I, I <laughs> run up to the bar at high speed and sit down. <laughs> nice. Um, as you run up and sit down, out from behind the counter pops up a short, red-haired, curly-haired girl. And she seems to be about nine or ten. And she pops her head up. Hi, my name's Molly. How are you? Molly, I'm Sora. I'm good. And, hey, is this guy your dad? Ah, uh, no. Mister, he's not my dad. He's just my boss. And Elmar walks over. He says, name's Elmar. Didn't catch yours earlier. Oh, sorry, Elmar. I'm Sora. Thank good to meet you, Sora. This here's Molly. She helps me out around the establishment. You can see, as you look closer, she's not a Goliath. She's a halfling. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was like 9 or 10. I'm like... Uh... <laughs> nine or ten, six foot tall. Just kidding. <laughs> nope, she's quite short. She's a nine-year-old halfling. Elmar looks over at her. Go ahead and grab him some grub, Molly. She'll run over and start dishing up some food for you. Uh, the other two of you who want to go shopping, are you guys joining at the bar for now, or do you want to head into the other side of the store? I'm gonna head over to the other side. Okay. Uh, Elmar sees you heading over there, and he'll say he looks at Sora. I'll be right back, Sora, with that story for you. Let me go help yeah, no out friends here first. I'm sure they'll no be long from grub eventually. Alright, we'll go Horcus Porcus and Relnon. You guys head into the other side of the store. You see around is just your general supplies. They've got different lengths of rope. They've got pickaxes. They've got different sets of tools for all different jobs that you would find out on the frontier. And then they've got, he's got a anvil and a setup for smithing. He walks over. What can I do you two for? Mind if I, I didn't catch your names either. Mind if I get those? I'm Ralnon. I am looking for weaponry, enchanted items, or things that can be enchanted. Excellent. I'm not much of an enchantress myself. We actually, Sister Garel over at the shrine does a bit more magical bartering than I do, but I certainly can provide you with material components if that's what you're in the need for. Semantics, but you totally said enchantress. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna make a little bit of a clip about Sorry. you not being much well, of a seductress either. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> she's not one of those. <laughs> oh, um, you, you <laughs> enchantress, huh? You say? <laughs> well, rather enchanting to me. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm confused. Elmar is a guy, right? <laughs> 
Yes. And he still needs to roll for what is that? Persuasion? Performance? <laughs> Performance? <laughs> Wide of man. <laughs> 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 Depending on the race, animal handling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah, he offers any material components or anything you're looking for. Okay. In meta gaming realm, I didn't get a chance yet to look at your class for what we talked about the other day. But once we level up, that'll come more into play. For now, he can offer any like components you would want to start prepping a build like we talked about so we'll need a few lengths of ironwood and some steel pipe probably some how do, oh shoot I need, to, I need to look into this kind of stuff a little bit myself yeah sure do you want to look into it and let someone else go yeah let's let Arcus Porcus okay he looks down at you it's my fine bear you got there little gnome I just nod in agreement (laughs) (laughs) not one to talk much I appreciate that what are you looking for today anything Uh, I can help you out with hold out my great axe and say (laughs) X oh I see (laughs) well I've got a couple other axes here yours is mighty fine quality though you're looking for an improvement on it Improvement, yeah. Excellent. Let me take a look. I'm gonna wander back kind of behind his little shop there and start rumbling around for some stuff. He comes back out in a few moments. I don't seem to have any components or materials on me at the time that would help strengthen this too much. If you happen to come across any, I know this is still a very new territory. Any components or anything you're able to loot from the surrounding area, come back here and I'll give you a discount if you bring in the materials. What kind of materials? Uh, special irons, uh, magic components, anything that you happen to find out there. There's plenty to find out in the wild. I'm sure the red brands have been taking a plethora of it. Like I said earlier, I'm not mighty too fond of those guys if you happen to get into any scuffles with them there's a decent chance that you could find some stuff wherever they keep it stored okay they've been stripping a lot of supply runs that come through here at least that's my belief i think they take advantage of the position that town master's given them and kind of abuse that power stealing here or there where it might not be noticed by the higher-ups but those of us that do the groundwork but takes its toll. Alright, let's go over to Balin. So, as you're wandering down the street, it's a pretty small town, as mentioned before. You see mostly kind of pioneering folk, and all of them seem to be fairly well-equipped to adventure themselves. It's a rough-and-tumble sort of town. The further you go down the main street, the more you start to see a certain kind of look about some of the guys here. You see a bunch of them seem to be dressed in red, with either red armbands, red capes, definitely a predominant color around here. You can tell by looking at a couple of them, one of them seems to be shaking down a civilian down a back alleyway a little bit. These seem to be your kind of folk. Hey. 
I go up to some of them and start asking them questions, what they know. Cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead, roll a perception check. By the way, for my information, who's carrying the puzzle box on them? I am. Okay, cool. It's one above my passive. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, so 15. That's pretty solid. You look and you see a gathering of three of them kind of sitting around uh, some logs that are being chopped by just the townsfolk dressed in kind of tan clothes. And they're all standing around kind of jeering at him, making talk, but kind of mocking him at the same time. As you walk up to one of them, one of them seems to be kind of a bigger guy. He's probably six foot and about... 280 pounds just a real rotund dude okay uh another one is shorter 5'4 seems kind of scraggly kind of sneaky and kind of true okay. and then the last one is even 5'11 medium build medium height and he's the one that steps forward what seems to be the issue here come uh, looking for trouble trouble is not what i'm looking for it's information i'm looking for I see. What kind of information from an outsider? Oh, one of my party members has been kidnapped and it's missing. Just need information on the potential whereabouts. Gotcha, gotcha. What kind? What? What does this party member look like? Meldorf, roughly 250 years old. Gotcha. There's a couple dwarves in the area. They're common around here, often trying to do some mining. Might have seen a few of the fellas, few recently. About how long ago would you expect them to come through here? Out of context, it would have been a few days ago, wouldn't you say? Yeah, probably about a week total. So about a week ago. Okay. So I'd say like it's been about a week. Do you know anything? Can't think of one a week ago. Last we had were probably two three months ago a pair of two of them i think they said they were brothers actually but since then haven't seen any i slip him five gold you sure you don't know anything Ooh, go ahead and make a persuasion with advantage Ooh, we'll go with that last roll <laughs> nice <laughs> unnatural 20 Ooh. uh nice. he kind of looks you up and down you said he's a part of your party. What's your party? What are your goals here? You trying to get recruited here? Join the Red Brands? You looking for something else? Treasure even? Oh, just passing through. We're just getting through and just what came across some bandits. Just need to get our boy back and get back on the road. He'll nod. Look, I haven't seen anyone that you're looking for, but... Like I said, there's always rumors, swirls of activity, and I heard rumors of dwarves in the area. I don't know where your friend is, but I'm sure you keep looking around and you'll find the right person. Okay, and then I also ask him, is there anybody that I need to be wary about? Potential threats in town. The man who runs the inn in town, he ain't too kind to most of us, folk like you and I. Other than that, steer clear of some of my compatriots and just don't get too big in your britches and we won't have an issue. Okay. 
Not a problem. You guys have a good evening. You go ahead and keep that five gold. Get you guys. Get you good. Go buy some drinks. Appreciate it, sir. We'll be seeing ya. And I head back to the inn. Alright, Relnon, do you know what components you're looking for yet? Um, so I've got most of it already. I think I need some glass or goggles. If he don't yeah, if he's got goggles, I'll just use those. And also a jug. What kind of jug? Just an empty pitcher? Yeah, a ceramic jug. Cool. Uh, he's got ceramic jugs there for two silver apiece. And then a pair of goggles he can sell for one gold. Rather expensive for just a set of goggles. These are pretty nice. I mean, they're standard up for blacksmithing, up for welding, whatever you might be into. Real crafter's goggles. There's some hard work being done out here on the frontier. Um, if you want to try to persuade him, you can offer a new price and roll persuasion. I forget, how many silvers is it to a gold? Ten. How about seven? How about a uh, single gold for all of it? He'll think, so you're just getting the one pitcher, so essentially yeah. twelve silver you're offering for ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, roll persuasion. Pretty reasonable offer. Sixteen. He'll mull it over for a second. Yeah, I think I can do that for you. You seem like good folk. I wanted to help get you a start out here. He'll Appreciate pass those over to you. By the way, what brought you guys to town? You seem to have a rather diverse party here. A friend of ours needs some help with something. I don't know. It's just an excellent excuse for me to experiment on things. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. What's the friend? I might know him if he comes through here fairly often. Uh, his name was Gundren Rockseeker. With that name, his eyes kind of widen. Oh. oh, so you're a friend of Gundren's, huh? Yeah, are you for a job or you know him personally? A little both. Excellent. Gundren's a good dwarf. I like him. He's come through here a number of times. I know he and his brothers have been out here looking for some old rumored treasure don't know that he's found anything yet but maybe he's got a lead is he coming through here soon yeah he was supposed to have been here he nah, I should have been here a little while ago but uh some something happened to his his uh wagon train and they got attacked by goblins well, that's right that's right terrible news attacked by goblins eh mm. yeah We've managed to find their cave and exterminate everything living inside. No sight of him, though? Nope. Found one of his party. The older gentleman that we were here with. Nice. You point over. Sildar's joined Sora at the bar. He nods and he's like, I did think he looked familiar. That's good you rescued him. I hope Gundren's doing all right. You guys trying to look for him, then? Yeah. Okay. You heard anything about any uh, strange parties passing through within the past couple of days? Nothing strange, just those blasted red bands that I keep talking about. He rubs mm -hmm. his hand again where he has the wrappings. But nope, other than that, nothing, nothing recently. Well, mm -hmm. you head back on over. I'll have Molly get you some food and 
It'll be on the house. Friends of Gundren or friends of me. Thanks. Excellent. I'll be with you momentarily. Let's go over to Melodius. Uh, so I go into the shrine and I, I assume that I see what's her name there, right? Uh, yes. So you head out to the shrine. Like I said, it's off to the south. You follow a small dirt path through, uh, some woods, uh, fairly thin woods. They're kind of shorter trees, younger trees, and a lot of light is still shining through as the sun's starting to go down. It does take you roughly half an hour on this trek. You keep wondering if you're going the right direction, but the path keeps going, so you keep on heading there. And eventually you see in a clearing a small shrine made out of stones. And near that small shrine, uh, bits of a ruined temple sitting next to it. Uh, you see above the door to the temple. Go ahead and make a history check. Fifteen. Nice. That's really good. You see a symbol there, and you recognize it as a cleric. It's dedicated to Timora, the goddess of luck and good fortune. Uh, one of the greater god, but one of the lesser gods, and one that's commonly worshipped by people of the frontier, people who like adventure. What what did you say your name is? Timora. T-Y-M-O-R-A. Alright. If I pay her any homage, will that give me any luck for any amount of time? Yeah, if you want to make a religion check. That's funny, my religion... Is it not good? <laughs> it's plus one. <laughs> ah, nice. Hey! Hey, really good roll. I will give you a point of inspiration for that as you kneel down at the shrine and offer up a little prayer in your heart to her. Um, just a respect and acknowledgement. And I already on have your... one Now you have two. You already have one? Now you have two. Technically, you only get one at a time, but we'll give you two. So you okay. can use advantage on two rolls. Sweet. Probably need them. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you get up from your knees you see a young woman come walking out of the temple uh, she seems to be just under 30 and you notice the longer ears of an elf she walks towards you oh hello it's nice to have a visitor out here to the shrine what uh, is your name I'm Meliodas of House Gowan. How are you doing today? Meliodas, it's kind of you to ask. I'm doing pretty good. Life out here is tough, but you see her kind of like sigh a little bit, but she nods and says, yeah, yeah, life's, life's all right. How are well, you doing? How can I help you? Uh, well, I am looking for a friend who was recently taken by bandits or goblins of some kind um gundren rock seeker he's a a dwarf uh roughly 250 years old uh have you uh, heard anything about that of course M many of us who've been here in this town for a while know gundren i've met him and his brothers as they've come through what were their names let's see believe Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I believe Nundro and Tharden were their names. 
Have you, have you met them before, or just Gundren? Uh, just Gundren. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, I've, I've met all of them a couple of times. Well, he's actually missing. Do you have any, uh, have you heard anything? Do you have any clues on where he might have gone? Well, that's terrible news. I haven't heard anything. I know, I think last time I saw all three of them together was about a year ago. Probably two months back or so, Nundro and Tharden came back through. They said Gundren would be on his way, but I haven't heard of him since. And they didn't say where they were going? Those brothers, they're always looking around for old lost mines or relics, they say. I don't know. I'm not here really for the treasure. I'm here to try to serve out in this newer land and help the people out here but I think they're after some type of hidden treasure they've said so sounds interesting does a puzzle cube mean anything to you puzzle cube no not that I can think of okay well uh, one last question you wouldn't happen to have any we're, we're trying to gear up to to uh, to go after Gundren and I need a I needed a dagger. I'd I'd prefer one that has some kind of an enchantment on it. You don't have any enchanted equipment that you you would be willing to part or you know to sell, would you? I do know a bit of incantations and magic. You're just looking to add an enchantment onto this dagger. Well, I don't have a dagger. Ah, oh, uh, you're looking <clears throat> to get a dagger and add an enchantment. I see. Well, I don't have a dagger on me, but if you bring me one and maybe some components, I should be able to help out. Okay. I can definitely do that. Is there anything I can do to help you? You, you seemed a little troubled at the beginning. There is something. A matter if you wouldn't look mind looking into it. It oh. might be a big task for you alone. I, did you come here with others or i'm pretty tough <laughs> oh all right well my brave hero then um <laughs> recently you see part of my duties here are to help the people both in life and in death i take care of those who have passed away out here the frontiers rough very hard living and as such, oftentimes I will do people the favor of communing with their dead to help bring closure to families who might have lost someone or information to those that run the town in order to help them progress. But recently I've been having issues with that spell. It seems to get disrupted and things aren't getting through I don't know where it comes from but perhaps I'll try to pay attention and if you want to come back by here in a few days I'll see if I can point you in a direction or give you some cause to pursue of course well, yeah I'd be happy to help just let me know what I can do I appreciate it thank you very much Meliodas have a good day you as well Alright, you can head back to town. Alright. Balan, as you are walking back towards the inn, 
Go ahead and make a perception check. Can I nice. go off my passive perception? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do passive. Your passive is 14. It's one of the higher, which is why I picked you. We'll just go with that then. Uh, as you're walking along, it is getting later into the night. And you see in front of you on the road, Meliodas come out of a path to the woods. You wave to him and he waves back. And for just a moment, over his shoulder, you see on the rooftop of one of the buildings a figure shrouded by the night. It's oh. gone in just a moment, but you swear you could have saw something there. Can I make like a... I guess... I don't know, make a hand gesture towards him stealthily to let him know like something's potentially there? Uh... A mind link with him and I see him acting funny and say, what's up? I'm like, yeah, if you make, you would have to make some kind of gesture to know that, but yes, that's fine. Okay. Oh, okay. Dalinar, I, th I feel like we need to have something. This is out of context, but we need to come up for a way for me to let you know that I need a mind link. I think I just need to scratch my temple or something. Or yeah. like tap my temple like three times or something. Yeah, that works. Okay. I like that. You and guys we're, know we're each friends. other for a long time. Like, yeah, time. you should. You probably have that connection like, already. Yeah, so right. I just so have my that. temple you three times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's say, what's up? I, I think I just saw somebody on the uh, hooded figure on the rooftops. We're not alone. We're being tracked. I subtly look around and then drop my mace so that I can look behind me. Oh, like drop it on the ground to have an excuse to turn around okay go ahead and do a performance roll for that <laughs> 19 <laughs> let's go hey, hey, nice it's very very casual it looks like you just drop your mace turn around what's your passive perception and then go ahead and do an active one as well passive cool. is 14 nice hey 18. Uh, active is 18 Nice, there you go. 19, right? 17 plus 2. 14, As you turn 14. around, you see a hooded figure that looks like they're dressed in black crouching along a roof. It vanishes from view behind one of the buildings, just like three or four houses down the street from you. Roughly 100 feet away, probably. I say to Fallen, I say, well... I'm thoroughly spooked. <laughs> I and I, I don't know. It's just like, let's get back to the inn and get some rooms. Uh, we definitely, we definitely need to get a room big enough for everybody. So we need to be creating guard duty. Okay. Sounds good. As you guys make your way to the inn and head inside, uh, the rest of you have been able to gather up and got some food. And you see these two enter, both of them a little bit more pale in the face than normal. I oh, know. What's up? I just calmly say, we'll talk about this later. Okay. I go back to eating. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Elmar walks over from behind the bar and looking up sees you two. Ah, oh, you must be two other friends. Welcome, welcome to my establishment. Thank I you just... very much. I don't say anything, I just give him a nod. Well, have a seat. 
I've got some food here for you. Molly, 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 dish it up. Molly pops her head out from a back room. Yes, one, in one minute, sir. She comes uh, running out with a cat in hand. It's a big orange tabby cat. Uh, I She's... don't eat cat. <laughs> <laughs> she looks up at you. <laughs> she looks up at you. Uh, first thing you say, I don't eat cat, and goes, no, silly. And then you say, I do, and she jumps and holds the cat away from you. <laughs> No, Elmar! Elmar, this man says he's gonna eat tiger! <laughs> <laughs> Elmar glances over. No, he's just making a joke, I'm sure. Warforts kinda... don't actually eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> she kinda glares at you for a second and sets tiger up on uh, the counter far away from you on the other end of the room. Then runs over and uh, ladles up some food for both of you two. Omar. Back. Yeah, go ahead. Can I make a perception check of what items are in there? Well, yeah. I should say in the shop. Gotcha. Yeah, go ahead. What are you looking for specifically? Oh, Tools, me. daggers, arrows, wow. anything of value. Oh, no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You need to be able to spend the night here. You see toolkits of all kinds pretty much any basic toolkit in D, D, he has some setup for that i'm just gonna uh, point out this guy is seven foot tall goliath please don't make him mad he <laughs> has plenty of standard arrows some small assorted weaponry everything pretty common he's not crazy blacksmith but he has basically the basic set of D, &D stuff that you can find okay so um i'm assuming i'm at the bar now yeah, you're at the bar with food. Okay. I ask him just casually at the bar. I just need to restock on some things. You got anything particular that is helpful to fellows like myself that I'm sure you have dealt with? Certainly got pretty much anything you could be looking for out on the frontier. What is it that you have in mind? If y'all are planning on adventuring, I've got some grappling hooks, some ropes. If y'all are planning on mining, digging for treasure, I know that's what the dwarves do pretty often when they're out here. I've got different shovels, pickaxes, all that that you could ask for. Do you have any vials of poison? Ah, you're coming to that dangerous stuff, I see. Let me take a look. He'll kind of wander back uh, over to his case. While the little girl was uh, distracted, I walked over to the cat to try and pet it. I only rolled a two. <laughs> that cat is going to scratch your face off. <laughs> uh, was that animal handling? You got a two? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a one plus one, right? So yeah, good yeah. fail. <laughs> literally going to scratch your face off. You walk over and you start to scratch it. And the cat just starts coughing over and over and over. And Molly goes, oh, Tiger! And Elmar, watch out, watch out, everyone. He starts pushing stuff out of the way, running back <laughs> over there, and he picks up Tiger from you. You gotta be careful with this one. And he starts stroking it away, and it coughs out this big hairball and some kind of phlegm as well. It's like, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> he looks over at you. 
Sister Geralt says he's got asthma, so gotta watch out with this one. He's kind of weak. From the bar, I just look around, and it's like, stop touching things. <laughs> here, here. I'm sure you didn't mean any harm. If you want, I can try to teach you how to pet him, but you gotta be careful. And I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> you, do, you don't understand. You don't understand. I look at the cat, and then I look down at the hairball. Look back at the cat, back at the hairball. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think Tiger's good as well, so. And it'll set Tiger back up on his shelf. <laughs> he wanders back over to the thing. Now, what was I looking for again? Let's see. Poison, you said? Yikes. Dangerous stuff, that is. Oh, and then here, any, got, like... Got some tucked right here. It'll pull up a little vial. Um, it's just a small little capsule with a green liquid inside. This stuff, quite valuable. Understand that death doesn't come cheaply. This will be a hundred gold if you're looking to get some. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and how big's the vial? Is it just, is it just like a small? It has... It's pretty small. You can apply poison on up to like three pieces of ammunition or you could coat one full weapon one full weapon with this but i have to have it i have to have the full flask correct yeah okay. well and it, it says... retains potency for one minute okay so i don't want to use it right away yeah it's the thing that you apply it takes in action to apply and then it lasts for one minute it does an extra d4 poison damage but it also gives a decent chance of applying the poison status effect essentially okay i'm like oh i'm definitely interested in it i just i can't can't not gonna be able to pick that up at this time all right well maybe if you guys your treasure hunt comes along well you'll be able to get some now mind you, I can tell just by your interest, you seem to be kind of the shifty type. Yes. I appreciate your career, but just I'll just have you know, don't be messing with me or the townsfolk too much, or you might have issues. <laughs> I might be like to rubbing his knuckles don't again. Don't steal it, or don't try to steal it until we're leaving. I'm like, <laughs> I, my only, uh, uh, all right, I got you, I got you. It's okay. <laughs> A <laughs> hey, question. I have a question. Does Mind Link only work one way, or can I hear it too? Oh no, it's it's one. It's uh, one like, way. It's, okay. it's, like, it's like a telephone yeah. call. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. And then ask him, do you have any disguise kits on hand? He does. He walks over and pulls up a forgery kit. I mean, not a forgery kit, a disguise kit. He holds up and he says, once again. I don't sell this stuff to just about anyone. I'm trusting you since you're a friend of Gundren, but here you go. He holds it up and shows it to you. It has a bunch of cosmetic products, hair dye, and little props that allow you to make disguises to change your physical appearance. You do have to have proficiency with these types of things to add proficiency bonus to the ability checks you make to create the disguise. But even if you don't have proficiency, you can still roll uh, what would that be proficiency in, in deception? Yeah, if you use it, it would be deception. 
I've got a but plus not... four on that. Okay. It's not if you have proficiency in deception, though. It's proficiency specifically in this kit. Otherwise, the deception, the proficiency bonus will get removed, so it'd be like a plus two. Oh, okay. It's, like, it's so... like if you got a proficiency in thieves' tools or something. Right. Well, yeah, I'm proficient and I'm expertise in thieves' tools, so yeah, I won't worry about that then. Okay. It's worth 25 gold, you can still use it, but it just doesn't get as big of a bonus. But... Okay, then I'm looking for... Gosh, what are those awful toys that kids play with that you stepped on? I had a little bouncy ball with those tacks. Jacks? Uh, a set of jacks. Do you mean caltrops? Like the actual weaponized version of jacks? Yes. <laughs> for caltrops. Are they? <laughs> They're just slightly sharper than jacks, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they came way before the game. Jacks was invented, but, you know. Right. They aren't actually a thing in D&D, I'm assuming. I'm pretty sure they are. What are they called? Caltrops. C-A-L-T-R-O-P-S. Okay. Huh. Yeah, pulled up. Oh, yeah. Caltrop. Bag of yeah. 20. Yep. They are five silver. Five silver. Okay. For a bag of 20? Yep. How many, how many bags do you have? He's got three. I'll take all three. And that is uh, 10 silver for each, or how much silver? Five silver for each, so 15 silver. 15 silver, okay. I give them the 15 silver. Each one can carry uh, a five foot square, so you can cover 15 feet with that. Okay. And then I am going to need. Ask him if he has any bells. It's like bells, huh? Got a couple around here. And he gestures to a tray that contains a couple different sizes. Everything from like really small little jingle bells to larger like cattle bells. Smaller ones will run you two silver, the medium one gold, the cattle bells two gold. Okay, so I will take five of the medium bells. Nice. That'll be five gold. Okay. As you're purchasing this, the rest of you who are sitting there eating your food still, uh, Molly walks up to Sora and the rest of you, kind of just all of you in a group. She goes, Hey, guess what? What? The other day, I was hanging out with Sister Gale. She seems kind of upset. She says her special power hasn't been working. And then, on the way home, I saw a scary-looking person in the graveyard. I tried to chase them and ask what they were doing, but they ran off. They dropped a very dangerous thing that can easily get you hurt, kiddo. (laughs) Ha, nothing hurts me. I'm brave. How old is this girl? Nine. She's a nine-year-old halfling. She's like, like she's a halfling. She could pretty much hide anywhere she wants. <laughs> yeah, but she could also get stepped on by anything that wants. She's as big as the cat. Just about. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I saw I saw this scary-looking person in the graveyard. When I tried to call out to them, they ran off. Hmm. When you say scary, what does that mean? 
uh i don't know yeah really pale skin and a hood and they were in a graveyard at night and that's kind of scary mm, yeah probably a vampire or a lich it, they dropped they this and she holds up a finger bone okay necromancer maybe <laughs> Yeah, kid, you're definitely lucky to be alive. I, I'm going to, um, I'm going to probe her for, for any kind of curses that she may have picked up from pick, from grabbing that. Did Would you that show Elmar all, and tell Elmar all this? Yeah, you can do an Arcana check, or if you have an actual spell to cast, then you could do that as well. Fourteen. Um, she seems to be. A uh, bright-eyed, spunky nine-year-old halfling. Okay. It's great nothing, exposition. Nothing weird. Did someone ask if she told Elmar this? I did. Okay, wait. She's like, we're going to bed after this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm you gonna... guys are. Your party. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to go out in the middle of the night in a grave town controlled by a militia full of robbers. Mean. <laughs> yeah, You're like that's true. exactly what I want to do. Them. I yeah, have me no with money. a good time. <laughs> She's like, no, I tell Elmar some stuff, but some stuff he gets upset at me for. So you don't this say. Is, this is our secret. Don't you tell him. She I... points her finger at each of you. Oh, crap! What's my alignment? Let's see. I'm Lawful going good. to okay. cast. <laughs> well. I'm tempted to cast Detect Magic, but it's a spell slot, so... Well, we are about to take a long rest. You're about to take a rest, so... Okay. Alright, I'll cast it. You don't detect any magic coming from her. Well, it's none... 30 feet. Is there any yeah. magic in 30 feet of me? Yeah, I was just about to say, none in the general vicinity either, uh, other than a couple of your party members who know some spells. Okay. Alright. I'm basically a magic golem. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just need to buy some string and then I'm done. I just need a dagger. String, Cody, will be... How much, how much string are you looking for? <laughs> you do have a peculiar shopping list, I must say. Oh, the man cannot be uh, too prepared. You can get a 10-foot length of string for one silver. Alright. This I is give him five silver. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know. It's string. I give him five silver. Nice. 50 feet of string. And then for a dagger for you, Melodius. He's like, ah. Oh. Do you have any... Okay. I'll, I'll either take a... I'll either buy a dagger, or I could trade you with some coins for my mace, if you have a good sword. So, exchange the mace for a sword, you're saying? Yeah, and I can throw in some coins, too, to make it worth your time. I see. Let me take a look. But what you got? Sword. He'll, he'll hold open his hand for you to hand the mace over for him to inspect. Alright. Takes a look at it. Seems to be pretty nice quality. This... This isn't bad. Uh, he's gonna walk behind the counter and start browsing along his weapon rack. And he holds up a couple different options for it. He's like, this here, short sword. 
can wield two of them if that's in your interest. Each of them do uh, about six damage if you know meta terms like I do. Dang. Your other option, he holds up a longsword. This here, quite a bit heavier, not as easy to wield single-handedly, but if you wield it single-handed, it'll do a tad more damage, about eight. And if you hold it two-handed, you can deal about ten damage with a hefty sword. So with a short sword, it'll be an extra five gold. For the long sword, it would be ten gold on top of the mace. How was the short sword just six, or was it six plus one? It would be plus, yeah, the plus is just due to your attack bonus. Right. So, so the short sword is, does piercing. What do you think would be better for me, a short sword or a mace? The mace or is also a d6, right? Yeah, it's pretty d6 sure. plus one. Yeah. So they would be pretty similar. It is different damage types. Neither of them are necessarily better than the other. It's kind of an even trade across the board. The plus side of the short sword, it is a light weapon, which lets you dual wield, but the... I usually have my shield on. Yeah, if you have your shield or if you're planning on casting spells, then it won't matter, so... Right. I'll, well, it... I'll, just, uh, I'll just take a da uh, the dagger. Okay. Uh, hold up a dagger for you. These run pretty cheap. They do have the throne property, if that's of interest to you, if you want to get multiple. Each one's two gold. You buy a couple, you could throw them and not worry about losing them off bad throws. Or if you just want one for stabby stabby and people, then that's understandable too. I do like stabbing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you do you, do you say so that out loud? I do. Just, uh, one, right, just yeah, one then? Multiple. Just the one. Excellent. That'll be two gold. Alright, thanks. I wander back over. I'm like, I need grenades. Who <laughs> 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 looks startled? It's a grenade. Well, maybe he should say gunpowder. He looks surprised, startled. Says, well. This is what I can do you for. And it'll pull out from behind a counter two different boxes. One of them contains small black powder bombs with short fuses. He says these pretty strong, pretty dangerous. They deal 3d6 fire damage uh, and can be thrown up to 60 feet away. Each creature within 5 feet of that point are in danger. That being said, they also run quite a price, about 150 gold per piece. Now this here, he holds up the other box, this is just your regular old TNT. Well, not as explosive, not as damaging. If you're looking for just the utility of being able to blow something up with a fuse, this will do you nicely. I can sell you this for 30 gold. Wow, that's much more reasonable. I held head tilts to the side. You do realize nitroglycerin is more powerful than gunpowder any day of the week, right? <laughs> yes, but this is D and D. Not in this universe, buddy. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Do you have Man, any? Man, trying to metaverse. <laughs> do, you, do you have uh, any gunpowder? Just like a keg of gunpowder? Let me take a look. He pulls up a whole keg, big massive thing. It's like, this is what they come shipped in. For one of these, it's 250 gold apiece. What crap. Think of a whiskey barrel. That's yeah, a reasonable a price. Yeah, it's big. Well, how are you gonna carry it? And what happens if you fall over it? Sparky, sparky, boom, boom. This is only twenty pounds. By the way, I don't know if any of you guys told him about the wagon yet. He is the guy that pays you for the wagon of provisions. I think I just forgot to mention that. We'll say Sildar, one of you mentioned it earlier. He's paying the entire party 25 gold, as well as an extra 15 gold apiece for bringing it in. It was going to be 10 gold apiece, but recently with all the supply wagons getting robbed and things, he appreciates your guys' effort and the danger you went through and ups it by a couple. So, so 25 gold plus 10 gold, so that's 35 gold each? It's 25 for the whole party, so if you split it evenly, uh, it'd be 5 each. So 5 each? 20, okay. So 20 gold 20. each. Yeah. If you have a party fund, you can put all 25 in that, but I think you guys are all doing individual, so... We'll do individual yes. for now. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll take the TNT then. Excellent. How many sticks you want? What about just uh, getting a pouch of gunpowder? I can do that too. If you're looking for just a pouch, I can do 25 for about a tenth of this. Alright. Why don't you start out with a pouch? Okay. I, later, when we get a wagon, I promise you, we'll buy you a keg. Fine. <laughs> hey. Insulate it really, really well. So I'll take that. It was, did you just say 20? Normally it's 35. He's going to downsell it to you for 25. Okay. I'll give you a fair cut. He's like, normally if I sell these, I set upsell it a little bit to make a profit. But since you're new in town, I'll give you your first one for 25. Future ones will probably be 35. If you want to add it to your character, just search gunpowder, comma, powder horn. And... Yeah, I got it. All right, cool. I got that. And uh, ball bearings. You got any ball bearings? I'm like a pipe bomb. <laughs> this guy is gonna load up a pipe with ball bearings and gunpowder and these people are just gonna get pelted ball you know what'd be more effective though caltrops and a pipe what are caltrops oh, it's though. the spiky yeah the spikes the tax yeah it's like a d4 die but with spikes instead of sides ouch Cody, do you remember how much I sold you your ball bearings for? I didn't buy ball bearings for him. Oh, never mind. Um, Ball bearings. Back. I started hey, off with a my... thousand of them, so I have 975. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> so this oh. guy also sells bags of 1,000. It doesn't list the cost, though. Uh, I'll give you a... two silver for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like, how about five gold? How about one gold? <laughs> They're not that much. Two gold. 
We'll go. We'll go two gold for one thousand. Call it even. All right. All right. I'll sell you that. All right. Oh. I'm pretty sure. And then I've already got scrap metal in my backpack, so I've got all the pipe I need to make a pipe bomb. Sweet. There you go. He's like, well, you're just getting late there, fellas. I'll throw in a room for you guys for this first night free of cost since you're out waiting here for Gundren. Uh, oh, let me know what I can do. And I pipe in and say, Down the road. Y'all seem to be fairly dangerous, fellas. If you wouldn't mind, I'd be grateful if you could deal something about this red brand problem we got in town. I comment to him in the room via single entrance in and either a window or no windows certainly i can set you up i got a room right in the middle that should have it does have a window but it's only the one single entrance and you can try to cover up that window if you like very oddly specific quest i said that people out. people like their privacy some people feel a bit nervous in frontier towns and i don't blame you there's lots of danger about would you mind if I, uh... Are we all sleeping in the same room? Of... We are. Zach, would you mind if I pursued an engagement uh, in this session? An engagement meaning... Like, tried to find a, a fight that we could do? Ah, gotcha. Yeah, you guys can do that. I got one set up for you tomorrow, actually. Oh, okay, so like if we go to sleep and wake up, then we'll have something? Yep. Okay, well we can just... Should we just go to sleep? Like, are you planning on doing that? I should say, are you planning on doing that in the next, like, tonight? Looking at the time for tonight, what I was planning on is you guys wake up tomorrow. There's a couple more NPCs for you guys to talk to. Sildo is going to recommend a couple of them. And then we would end the session with y'all just starting up a fight with some bad boys. Okay. Okay. Hey, I, at the bar, lean over to Melodius. I'm like... Okay, go up, take a rest. I take first watch. I'll wake you up and you take second watch. We'll take a short rest tonight. No, what's I'm... going on now? Oh, a short rest will still get me one spell slot back, right? Or no? Yeah, a short rest can give you a spell slot back if you expend a hit die, I believe. Expend a hit die? What is that? It's when you short rest, you expend hit dice to recover HP and for magic users it also typically gets them back uh their spell slots okay you would have to check in your like if you have the player's handbook on the website you should have access to it you can just pull up your class and it'll explain how you get spell slots back okay. i'm going to i'm gonna say okay yeah that sounds good and then i'm gonna mind link with um round on and say hey how long do you need to sleep every night I don't sleep. Okay, sounds good. I will be busy though. <laughs> oh, so you can't keep watch while you're while you're not sleeping? I mean, if you want me to keep watch while I'm making bombs, sure, I can keep watch. Okay. Th if... Thank you. I can just imagine like making one. He actually sets one off and he startles us all awake. <laughs> <laughs> Blows up the top floor of this place. <laughs> So I gesture to the party. Hey, let's head up. Nice. So, you guys all head on up, tucker down for the night. 
Um, go ahead and give me a just general perception roll for keeping watch. All of us? Uh, mm -hmm. no. Whoever, uh, round on. I'll go off my passive. That's a real solid round on. Keeping an eye and an ear out while you're tinkering around with your things. Uh, you oh. don't notice anything suspicious. This establishment seems well protected at night, so... Before we go to bed, we do inform our party of what we have seen in the room. Oh, you tell them about the person on the roof? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. do you want to tell them? I would do. We just let them know, like, all right, now that we're in a place where we can talk, we are being followed. Um, we've got people on the rooftops watching us. That's the reason why I specifically requested for a single entrance in and out room. So that way they can only come in of two options, so the window and the door. I'm going to tell the Goliath to take special care to watch over the girl because we saw and tell him, hey, we saw the, you know, this guy up on the roof and, he, you know, he had an interest in us and I don't want her to get caught and caught up in it. As you grab him, like as you're heading up, I'm assuming, like as yeah. you're heading up to the room, yeah. uh, as you pull him aside and you start to tell that all of a sudden from out from behind a chair that you didn't notice or Molly pokes her head. Oh, you mean the nice person on the roof? Say what now? <clears throat> I nice talked to that person. Room? Yeah, they just said they were exploring. They seem nice. Do they um, do they say anything else? Not why much. Do say, why do you say they seemed nice? Oh, I talked with them for a bit. They didn't say much, but most people tell me to shut up, so they seem nice. What did he they talk said, about? They said they were a bit of a recluse when I asked their name. They said they didn't want to give it out, but... You don't say. Do, do I know about this? Do I hear this? I would have told you. You would have told me? Dalinar, Dalinar is talking to him alone, but when he comes up, he can tell you all this. Yeah. Oh, he's still to the roof. And that's you a 26, are, you're, boys. You're stealthing to the roof right now? Yes, okay. I am. You pop open the window quietly. You sneak up, clambering ever so athletically up onto the roof and take a look. Go ahead and do a perception check. Do you have dark vision? I do. Okay. How many feet is your dark vision? Do you know? Dark vision. Um, you can see in darkness shades of gray up 60. to 60 feet. 60 feet, okay. Pretty decent for at night. It's not the whole town. It's probably just the next adjacent buildings. I go but... off my passive again. Okay. You look around, and at this point in the night, you don't see anything. Okay. So I stealth back inside. I'm like, whoever is there is either well hidden or not there currently. Dalinar, would you ask Molly when she saw this person? I probably, I would have assumed it was the previous night, but I would have said, like, was that last night or was that, like, this evening? No, that was this afternoon. I was up there in between breaks and just climbed up there to take a look around the town like I do and started upon him. Could you show me where? Yeah. Like where, where he was. Uh, and she kind of looks over at Elmar. I'm going to, um, I could, 
it's kind of my secret space. Sorry, Elmar. He looks down at her. No need to apologize to me, girl. You're grown. You're grown. <laughs> all of two feet tall. <laughs> While all that is going on, I'm going to pull those goggles I bought from um, Elmar out of my bag. And okay. just going to tinker with them for a bit. I'm gonna, just going to throw them at Balan and say, go check up on the roof again. Okay, Ooh, do I make a perception check with advantage? Yeah. No. You have uh, dark, their extra dark vision goggles. So nice. Yeah, so now he can see 120 feet. Oh, dang. Nice. I'll count it as a help as well, so go ahead and do perception with advantage with the further sight as well. That's pretty good. So we'll go with the 20. 20 is solid. Uh, you look around, and still, here in the dead of night, you don't see anything or anyone up on the roof. Whoever it was, they aren't in your district of town. Right. So yeah. If it wasn't so late, I would be tempted to say, let's let's go stalking out in the night. Especially, I would I would be asking about... In fact, I'm going to ask the innkeeper, say, hey, who who are the, the kingpins of the... Of these local thugs. Elmar's like, Oh, by golly, that's the story I meant to tell Sora earlier. I totally forgot. You see, the story of the Red Brands. They began as a local militia. Someone to keep away the bandits. We've had, as you've had experience with from the sounds of it. We have goblins. We have a band of orcs out in the outer reaches of town. Had all kinds of trouble. These group we started as a local militia to keep people safe. Lasted for a while until suddenly it became less and less local over time. Newcomers started joining in and they got a little more aggressive towards us here. Now they claim to keep the peace, but me just feels like exploitation I don't know who's in charge not many people do I suspect they keep it secret amongst themselves it's hard to introduce those red brands you know any anything about their headquarters where it was when they were still legit or if it's moved when it was still legit we had a militia in town but nothing they moved out after a while hear that they have a headquarters somewhere local but once again no one knows where it is otherwise i'd be mine to go over there myself i just rolled a nat 20 on an insight check by the way i see that but who are you inciting the the red the red with the red arm people oh from earlier yeah you can definitely tell that they are bad people like there's a difference between innocent thievery in your mind and actual manipulation and these guys seem to be across that border yeah i, I make that very clear it's just like i know i might fit in with this class of people but these people are they're they are bad yep people hurt people Unfortunately, I don't have much of a say in the town. I run the inn and the store, but that doesn't give me much actual authority to do anything. I know other townspeople don't like them, but 
not many of the town's people are fighting folk. The uh, last sheriff we had here, his name was Cliff Boone. Good man. I knew he was planning on confronting the Red Brands. At least we'd had conversations about it. But he went missing about a month ago, and I uh, fear the worst happened to him. Molly pipes up. Yeah, his wife and son moved out of here just last week. I don't think something good happened to him. They seem pretty sad. He nods. It's a hard time. Our current town master, Master Harbin Wester, the man's a snake if you ever seen one. He claims to care about the people, but he eats up the lies the Red Brands tell him that they're offering protection, keeping us safe from bandits. They got him in. They got him in their pocket. That's for sure. I tap my temple three times. Yeah, Lodius. that's what I was thinking. I was actually just about to connect to you. I'm most um, like this mayor. Need to have a conversation with. You want to have a conversation? Oh, man, I really, I really want to do some kind of an engagement. I want to have like me and and Cody <laughs> go like right now, and um, either assassinate him or interrogate and then assassinate him. Real quick, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on the Goliath. I didn't even think of Well, do we I'll do that it? before I leave. Okay, are we... Would What do you think? Do you, Would you like me to not um, initiate an assassination on the on the Snakey Mare tonight? You want to wait till? Are you asking about this? Week? Yeah. I'm asking... I think, I'm asking... I think I'm asking the... I'm asking you guys because I think that'd be really fun and I'm not ready to go to sleep, but Zach's the DM and I want to respect his time. And I also don't want to go on like a solo mission and leave the three of you guys behind. I don't know. That's I guess what you guys, I was going to say. I guess is, you guys could comment. I think have go the ahead. conversation with the whole party and like how you want to do it gameplay wise. If you guys are traveling as a party, I think you guys should cover if you want to go there and confront him together. If you want to just straight up send it and try to assassinate him together. If you want to have a conversation and get his side of the story. Um, but whatever you decide to do, go ahead and decide it as a group, I'd say. Okay. And then second with that, I'm down to play for like the next 10 minutes or so, but I probably can't do much more of an encounter tonight. So whatever you guys decide to do here, we'll just run with that for next week. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on this guy and thank him for the help that he that he's given us. Nice. He looks down as his cuts and bruises on his knuckles start to heal a little cut on his cheek heals and looks back up at you i appreciate it sir you guys are mighty kind i see why gundren likes you uh he likes us in spite of us me being in the you know <laughs> chair leaning back like you know with a piece of straw in my mouth right just chewing on it i ask him it's like <laughs> about this mare whereabouts does he sleep <laughs> his eyes go wide now don't get any wild ideas I don't like the man but that doesn't mean that the town doesn't 
he, we do hold elections for this kind of thing, and he was elected fair and square. I don't like his law. I don't have any issue with you guys going against the Red Brands, but I would say talk to him at first. Give him a chance. If you're still committed to your course of action, then I can give you the information. Hey, yes. what about extortion? What type of extortion? Who are you talking about? Well, if we find out that the mayor is actually doing this on purpose instead of being deceived, that could give wiggle room to the townsfolk to, well, either kick him out of office or have an uprising themselves. Very true. If you find any evidence of that, be sure to let me know and I can make it spread. I just I make get it in pop. Sister Garel on it as well, I'm sure. Lots of the town folk like her, I'm sure they'd be listening, be willing to listen to her if she brought forth valid accusations. I just make a observation. I'm like, it just seems a little odd that a mayor doesn't run things right. Sheriff goes missing. Gundren goes missing. All around similar time frames. We need to have a conversation with him. I feel like he knows something. Very true. There's a very good chance he does. I think he's more inept than anything, but if you find malice, then I'm far be it from me to get in between you and him. You may not have malice. Could also be under somebody else's thumb, but it wouldn't go beyond me to have a politician be bad. <laughs> you think politicians can be good? That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, if that's the case, let's have y'all go to sleep for the night. Uh, Railnon, you keep watch. Everything goes peacefully, and you don't see anything outside or hear anything out the door. We will close off there for tonight, but before we do, in the dark, their wild woods seem to come alive. There's howling from the mistwood, both of wolves, occasional rock trolls, and some bandits on the road, both goblins, orcs, and humans. Trouble's stirring in these lands. Trouble that seems to emanate from one source. As the moon rises high in the night, a dark shadow is cast across the town. Shadow, some may say, of a spider.